Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are changing up our production schedule to bring you updates on the Bus Rapid Transit Pilot. The pilot, funded by Boston's Bar Foundation, began on Tuesday, October 9th. It runs every weekday from 6 to 9 a.m. between Lake Street and Alewife Brook Parkway along Mass Ave. On the first day of the pilot, we went out to talk with bus riders about what their commute looks like and how they hope the pilot will change it. Plus, we caught up with town officials to see how the first day went. I'm Abby Matheson, and this is the Arlington Advocates Podcast, A-Town. Uh, my name is Tuang. Tawa. Sarah Hill. Shankar Sahai. Jack Hatchett. Jennifer Stone. Eddie Hebert. Jung Choi. Uh, Rashmi Sarnai. What does your commute look like right now? Rush hour, it can take as long as one hour, yeah. but during the night, so it maybe just maybe twenty five minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a huge difference. Yeah. So before I just try to avoid the rush hour, but mm-hmm. you know we can't really avoid it. I just go to just north of Porter Square, mm-hmm. so it's not long, but it can be on rush hour mornings, especially yeah. in the winter. Between here and Route sixteen, it seems like it's probably an extra ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, at least three lights worth just to get to cross 16. So you find yourself stopping at Yeah, and there are times I'll actually walk from here and catch up with the bus on the other side of 16. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I walk fast, but it's ridiculous some days. Um, it, it varies based on um, what time, what day, what time I, 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 I get to uh, this point. Um, usually, if I see the bus is about two or three minutes away from my bus from my bus app, I just walk. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to try this out to see like how, how big a difference it makes, you know, because this is the this is the most this is the spot where it's got the most clogs. So um, depends on time of day, um, but this time of day I go to Kendall Square and it takes 45 minutes to an hour. So I either take the bus to. Um Alewife or take it all the way to Harvard, depending on what bus comes along. I, it's almost an hour. It, you know, it's a five-mile trip by crow, but it's ridiculous. Usually, walk walk to my apartment, drop off the kids, come to Capitol Square, then figure out if the bus is here. If it's not, I walk to Alewife, or if the bus is here, I take the bus. I go to Cambridge, mm-hmm. um, so we usually take the bus here. Either go to Alewife and transfer to the Red Line, or go down to Porter and then transfer to the Red Line. Yeah, so usually on Mass Ave is where the traffic is the worst, and the buses are usually crowded. So once, like when we're on Mass Ave, it's pretty bad. But then once we get to Porter, or once we get to Alewife Parkway, then it gets a lot better. It's a lot yeah. better. Um, so it takes me about 45 minutes uh, at most, and uh, when there's traffic and during rush hour. Otherwise, it's like. 
20 minutes by bus to Hubbard Square. Do you have any hopes for what the pilot will do for your commute? I, I don't know the details about this program, but yeah. I think it would be great yeah. to boost the speed because I take a bus every day mm -hmm. from the very end of the, of, uh, the 77 stop mm -hmm. to the Hubbard Square. So usually it takes about 45 minutes. Yeah. If it can because the commuter uh, time is it's pretty fine. Uh, I hope it makes it faster, one. Um, and two, I'm hoping that it uh, reduces some kind of traffic, you know, around Arlington. Um, and uh, lastly, I'm, I'm hoping it also just, like, becomes a bigger project after that, you know. So it continues to, like, become either a dedicated lane. Um, so that would be great. Usually I can walk out of my house which is right over there mm -hmm. and even if the bus is ahead of me I'll beat it to the next stop and get on so yeah. um, it'll be nice to catch it at the right stop yeah I mean I can usually lap the bus you know I, I live opposite the diner and I can usually get up here faster than the bus can so I'm actually very hopeful that it'll get me to Alewife a lot faster I hope it'll improve the congestion, I'm not sure, because it takes really long for the bus to get to Hubbard Square from here. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's a good move in the right direction. I think that first day went really well. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like what will take time is just drivers and bus drivers and even the bikers just getting used to the new pattern. But I think that overall it went as well as I thought it would. And I'm really excited to see how it goes for the rest of the month. That's Jenny Wright, Arlington's Director of Planning and Community Development. I have only spoken with the people who are on the sidewalk and just sort of hanging around watching, and everybody seems to think it looks great. Um, the only thing that I've gotten feedback on is people wanting to see it starting sooner <laughs> so that the buses get more time in that bike, in the dedicated lane. And that bikers look like they are very comfortable with the ability to have that much roadway um, and ride the distance. Yeah with no other cars, and particularly uh, the parked cars. We had somebody from the MBTA here this morning who was talking with the, as many bus drivers as he could along the way. I think that it'll just take time for the bus drivers to get used to the new pattern and get used to how they're supposed to use the new all these new features um, along the roadway. But other than that, I think it'll work out in the end. But yes, there was definitely a little bit of education that had to happen this morning so that everybody understood, which includes drivers who are making turns off of side streets um, to understand not to cut through the bus, the dedicated bus lane, particularly when a bus is coming. Other than that, I think, though, after that amount of education happens, people will get used to the new pattern. Our podcast is written, reported, edited, and produced by me, Abby Matheson. Our music is Modulation of the Spirit by Little Glass Men, and our logo was created with the help of graphic design wonderkin Sophia Berardinelli. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of A-Town. Our podcast is made possible by listeners like you sending in your questions about Arlington. If you're curious about something in town, let us know by emailing us at arlington at wickedlocal.com. That's A-R-L-I-N-G-T-O-N at wickedlocal.com or by filling up the survey in the show notes. We're working on a special Halloween edition of A-Town and we need your help. Tell us about a ghostly encounter you've had in town. Email a voice memo to amatheson at wickedlocal.com. That's A-M-A-T-H-E-S-O-N at wickedlocal.com or by leaving us a voicemail at 781-315-6216. A Town is also available on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen. 
You can stay up to date with even more local news by visiting us online at arlington.wickedlocal.com or by following us on Twitter, where we are the underscore advocate, on Instagram, where we are Wicked Local Arlington, or on Facebook. We'll see you around town. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.